Welcome to Awakening the Feminine Within podcast. I am your host, Miriam Bolcher. I'm a luxury portrait photographer as well as a feminine energy business and lifestyle coach. Now, you might be wondering what is feminine energy and why awakening the feminine within? Now, feminine energy is an incredible tool that has totally transformed my life completely from 180 to being hustling, frustrated, thinking that I had to work 60, 80 hours a week in order to make money and have the life that I wanted to have. And only finding out that I was completely mistaken and that I actually had to relax, learn to let go, learn to trust, learn how to love myself unconditionally, believe in myself unconditionally, and really ultimately to have a hands-off approach and to receive everything that I had ever wanted, including a better life for my kids, more money, more sustainable business. And so that is why this podcast is here and you are gonna learn all about everything that I just mentioned, as well as how to, like the podcast name says, awaken the feminine within you so that you can achieve peace joy, contentment, have a better marriage, have a better sex life, have more confidence, enjoy, get, make more money, all the things. You've come to the right place. I cannot wait for you to listen. Welcome to today's episode of Awaken the Feminine Within. We are going to get into today what to do if you feel like 2023 was not your year, especially if you feel like you feel victimized by 2023. And just overall, you look back at this year and you're like, question mark? What the heck? Like, and honestly, you guys, this is in some ways where I feel like I wish this was interactive because I really want to know, do you feel like you go into each year and you're like, this year is going to be better and then it's not better or maybe it is and like a little bit of context, but not 100%. Like, like you go into this year with really high hopes and you feel optimistic and then as the year goes on, you're just like, oh, this is here, here we are again or you know, it's it feels in some ways like it's a repetitive pattern. So I feel like I'm qualified to talk about this because 2023 was in some ways the worst year I've ever had. And in other ways, the freaking best year I've ever had. And all in all, I don't really think of my life like or years as good or bad. Now, it's very hard to get out of this mindset of was this year good? Was it bad? How do I how am I assessing or how am I judging this specific year, right? It's very easy to, because that's what society wants us to do. Society, society and marketers especially want to be like, oh, here's what you do with this information, right? Like they push you into New Year's resolutions. They push you into, I don't know, buying this, that, and the other thing. But overall, how can you use, how can you take on a perspective that is truly going to serve you? And what do you want to do with it? For example, like this year for me, and I made a post about about this on LinkedIn. It was the most challenging year I think I have ever had. But it also, like I, because this work has brought me to this place where I can hold space for both discomfort and happiness at the exact same time, which you might be thinking like, hmm, okay, how do I, how do, I do that? Or I want to have that because I'm not, my identity is not dictated by the events that happened to me. So in my photography business, I pretty much, I cha- I made so many changes, it felt like I was starting from scratch because I was tired. I really, there were so many things about the business that just weren't truly serving me and they weren't serving my development of this business that I also have as well, which is my coaching business. And so it came down to, okay, I need to make serious 
changes so that my photography business serves me so that it allows space and can also cultivate a second business, right? That, that was really important to me. I mean, this podcast wouldn't be able to exist if I didn't do that because my time would have been taken over by the photography business. So it was really important that all areas of my life were fueling what my what what my desires are and what I truly, truly want. And so I had to face some really, really uncomfortable truths. I had to make so many changes, but they were in a way that was like, now is the perfect time to do this. Yes, is it hard to go through this change? A million percent. But I'm so glad that I'm here now doing this because it's only up from here. Yes, this feels really crappy. It feels really painful. It feels so in a way it's like, how come this is happening now? But it needed to happen now because, again, everything just goes up from here on. And so when you are looking at your year assessment and you're saying, hmm, okay, what do I really want to how do I want to feel about this year? Look at it very, very, very closely, because for the most part, society will say just it's very easy to let the negative dominate, just like it does in the news. Right. Don't fall into that trap because there are so many amazing things that happen this year. What do you want to see? What kind of perspective do you want to have about your life? And so for me, because I've been pushing myself to focus so much on the positive and gratitude and like the fact that every discomfort that comes along the way serves me, that I can look back at this year and say, oh my gosh, what an amazing year where there are some really uncomfortable, terrible, painful parts, 100%. But I'm not going to say 2023 was uh, like going forward. I wouldn't go out and tell people, oh, 2023 was the worst year I had, even though my past self would 100% describe it that way. I'm just sitting here in awe thinking I am so freaking lucky that I've been able to live this experience of this year. And I'm just in awe and I'm giving myself a pat on the back for all the personal development work that I've done, all the mindset work that I've done. And I'm so grateful that all these uncomfortable changes that I had to make happened this year because, and I just know it deep down inside in my soul, that next year is going to look different, even if there are more uncomfortable changes that I have to make, which it's always an evolution of that. It's a matter of how well you can tolerate them and your perspective that changes how uncomfortable it really truly is, right? And also how willing you are to go through that change, right? Like change gets easier the more you invite and welcome change and it becomes less painful. And so what do you, what do you want? What benefit does it give you to say, oh, this year was, I need to put, I need to tank it, put it in the shitter and erase it and hope never to again to experience a year like this year. Does that ultimately really truly serve you? Because I'm telling you right now, you know, go on TikTok and see people talk about this year and you'll see nothing but negativity, right? Like, I'm so glad this year is over. I'm so glad we're moving into next year, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You have to comb, you have to actively search and find people who are talking about the fact that this year was a great year. You have to actively search for it. Just like in most cases, you have to actively seek the good news, right? Because you'll always see negative news before you see good news. So how can this year serve you? Take a hard look at it. I mean, we are going to be doing this in depth in my um, vision planning workshop, which is coming up on January 13th. And so if you are someone who's like, I really need help changing my perspective of this year, because everything that didn't go well this year, if you don't feel like it's serving you or that it did serve you and you can't see how it can serve you, then 2024 is not going to go as good as you would like. 
it is super critical to be able to decipher how the painful moments or the painful things that happened to you this year can serve you. You want to take them. You want to use them. Using them is literally a game changer and being able to transform your reality into something that you're like, I'm proud of this. I love this. I can say that I am so freaking proud of how this year turned out because I put in the work. Because when things got really uncomfortable and things happened that I really didn't like, I sat there and said, okay, what is, what is it that I need to change so that I, what is it that I have to learn so that the situation, why did this situation even happen in the first place? Is it me? Is it 99% of the time? It is unfortunately us. You know, our reality is a mirrored reflection of how we feel and the beliefs that we have about us, ourselves in general, period. And so, for me to be able to sit down and say, oh man, okay, this is going to really suck, but I'm going to zone in on these feelings. I'm going to zone in on the hurt. I'm going to zone in on why I'm back in my self-pity mode that I already know doesn't serve me. Like, why am I being pulled here? Why are these things happening to me? Not from a victim mode of like, woe is me, but from a, what is it that I need to learn? Because if I don't learn it, it's going to perpetuate. And I do not want that to happen. I do not want the situation to perpetuate. So if you are struggling with just getting out of that societal mindset of, I really just want to say what was me because it's easier. You'll get more relatability if you say that this year was crap. Then if you say this year was amazing, you'll probably get less people commenting. You'll get less people. They're going to look at you and be like, good for you that this year was amazing. Oh, good for you. Like the whole world is struggling right now. Well, what kind of reality do you want to have? And do you value that life enough to put yourself out there and say, you know what? I'm going to celebrate. I'm going to celebrate the hard work that I put in. I'm going to celebrate all the incredible, amazing things that happened. And I'm going to move forward with the focus of everything in my life happens to serve me. Everything is going to 110% benefit me. Because if you are finding yourself addicted to the woe is me mindset of, oh, I also call it a victim mindset, where oh, you know what? Life is just really hard. Life is really difficult. And I really don't like it. And you find yourself on this hamster wheel of, well, it could be better, you know, oh, sigh, sigh, sigh. Then you have to be willing to ask yourself, are you willing to let that go? Are you willing to take on a new perspective because you're going to have to fight for it, right? I mean, there's a theme in the last couple podcasts that I've done where it is this like, you know, changing and chasing the reality that you really want to have, that you see on social media and that you say, wow, I really want to have a life like hers, is about you looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, I need to change. Am I willing to sit and analyze and audit all the things that I'm that are really, really uncomfortable that I may not want to face because I'm probably going to learn something I don't want to know? And am I willing to do that? Am I willing to go through the discomfort? Am I willing to go through the pain? Am I willing to prioritize change in order to come out with a different life? I had a conversation with one of my business coaching clients this morning. He is in the middle of setting up his business. And we were having a whole conversation because um, there was an issue with um, this little section that he's in right now and getting clients. And it came down to the fact that he has a money mindset issue. And I kind of challenged him and I said, okay, I'm like, what is it about making money that feels like you can't, you don't feel comfortable with it? You don't feel 100% totally safe with it, right? 
And he was like, wow. He's like, I really didn't realize that at this point we would have been coming back to a money block. I thought that maybe it was something else. But at the root of the issue was that he had an identity aversion towards seeing himself make money in the way that he, in his conscious mind, was saying, I want to make money. And the reason why I'm bringing that up is because it is our blind spots can take over our entire life. And yet we'll sit there saying, well, how come my life is the way it is? How come this year didn't go according to the way that I really genuinely thought it was going to go? How come at the end of the year, I feel frustrated? I feel burnt out. I feel tired. I feel like, ugh, I barely moved the needle. Because this year, you know, if I were to lay everything out on paper, some people might be like, wow, Miriam, you moved backwards significantly. And all I see is nothing but all the lessons that I've learned that you can't necessarily like don't really make sense to look at on paper. And all I see is nothing but like, oh, this this year was a catalyst year in order to make all the changes for the reality that I've been pushing and working towards for the last two years. And so I see, oh, you might think that I've taken massive steps backwards, but in my mind, I've taken so many steps forward. And that invigorates me like no other. And it's really hard. And this is why when you are doing this work to look at the positive, when you're in that uncomfortable moment, when you're looking at the pain and you're looking at finding and discovering the reason that you were there in the first place to celebrate your discovery, to celebrate every single tiny little change that you make in those moments whether it's a belief that you've discovered and that you're like, great, I'm going to work on this. I'm going to push forward and I am going to prioritize changing this belief system, celebrating the crap out of it. Because when you are able to celebrate those little moments, they become bigger in your mind. They become anchored. And so you end up spending more time, attention and focus on those things. So that way, when the end of the year comes around, you can say, sure, I had some problems. And guess what? I'm going to celebrate the crap out of the fact that I made change and I solved that issue. And I'm so freaking proud of myself for doing that. Like we got into like our car was totaled. This was summer of 22. And it was a really big thing. We were T-boned. The car flipped over two times. My husband and I were totally buying, but the car was totaled. And, you know, going back, I could have totally at the end of last year been like, oh my gosh, like we almost died. Like this was crazy. You know, this year was really scary, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I had nothing but just like massive gratitude at the end of the year because I'm like, wow, I want to look at the positive. I want to focus on what maybe the world is not going to focus because everyone, even months later, were like, how scary was that? Oh my gosh, we're so glad that you're okay. Like, oh, did you go, you know, were you able to go after? Did you get your money back? Like, were you able to go after the person who T-boned you? All this stuff. And I was just like, I haven't even thought about that in like two months, you know, because your perspective is what determines how joyful of a life that you can really truly have. Do you want this year to define you? And what way do you want it to define you? Because in my in my reality that I'm living in right now, I'm like, yeah, this year defined me in every single positive way that I could possibly imagine. Because there is no way in hell that I am going to let a certain perspective, a tiny little perspective, change how I view my life. My life is here to serve me. I get one, I get one life, one chance, one opportunity to make the best of it. And I will in no way let the world dictate that certain events are going to make my life worse. Not happening. Not happening. You couldn't pay me. You could pay me a million dollars to take on that perspective. I'm going to say, nope, this year 
served me this year did nothing but give me more steps closer to the path that I know I am called to be on. And I'm already on my way there. It just helped me get closer to it. And I'm able to be here to exist, to help other people. This focusing on things serving me, focusing on not the woe is me mindset allows me to not only, number one, grow faster. Number two, it allows me to be there for more people. Number three, it allows me to live a happier life. So what is, you got to ask yourself, what is preventing you from really, and I mean like letting that letting that idea absorb into your soul, right? Like what is preventing you from saying, oh, my life isn't really just the way I want it. So, well, that sucks. Hmm. Oh, well, it is what it is. No, absolutely not. Do not settle for that. Take this as a call to action. Don't settle for meh. Meh is not a way of living, okay? Saying, meh, oh, well, it is what it is. No, absolutely not. You are the one who has control over li- over your life. You are the one who has the ability to say, this is truly what I want for my life and I am going to go and chase after it. I'm the one who has the ability to change things. Are you willing to do it or not? Are you willing to see yourself as the one piece of the puzzle that just needs to change a little bit in order for everything to fit together? Because that's exactly how it works. Where is the resistance? Why can you not shift perspectives? Like I said, if you want help with this, we are going to be auditing in the vision planning workshop on January 13th, hardcore, like everyone. And this, the workshop is like three hours because I'm going to go in with you like one-on-one. You're going to get coaching to see, okay, why is it that these certain things happened? Because if you haven't discovered why they happened and you're like, oh, but it was really, really painful and I really want to make sure that that doesn't happen again, come to the workshop because I am going to tell you exactly why it happened. I'm going to guide you through what it is that you need to learn from those events to carry it and make use of it. Again, think of these as stepping stones, massive stepping stones that help you live the life that you truly ultimately want to have. And you're going to do that in 2024 because here's the thing. You don't have to wait until 2024 for your life to be better. You can do that right now. Like in my mind, I don't make New Year's resolutions. I don't focus on like, oh, here's hoping 2024 is a better year. No, because in my mind, I'm already like this year is already amazing. In order for the next year to be better, you have to take on and adapt that mindset and that reality that your life is serving you right now. Don't wait for the future. Living in the future as in like, oh, that's going to happen, not it is happening, is what's going to prevent you being separated from it. Sorry, it's it's going to, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> not the way that, I, that those words came out. If you want to have the reality happen, you can't think of it as happening in the future. You have to think of it as happening now. That's what I'm trying to say, okay? So the women that walk out of that vision planning workshop walk out knowing exactly how to step into the reality like they're they're stepping into it by the time we're done that workshop because that is how you manifest the reality that you want to have can't think of you being in two separate places like oh i want to go from point a which is here to point b or there you got to already envision yourself being in point b and this is just a very i mean like it's not it is as simple as that but it's not because there's a lot of other beliefs and blind spots that are lingering in there that are preventing you from really immersing yourself into point b right Um, And that is what we work on. When you get in front of me, I can say, okay, great. Let's just chat a little bit. I can figure out exactly what it is that's holding you back from that. 
So there are limited spots. Come to the workshop. I would absolutely adore seeing you there. Um, and overall, what do you think? How are you going to, what kind of perspective are you going to take from this from 2023? Post about it, share it with me in the Facebook group. I would love, 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 love to see you, to talk with you there. And that's all I have for you today. Keeping it short and sweet, the next podcast episode is going to actually, I think the next three are all going to be with guests. So you're going to have a little break from just me talking about myself. Um, and I hope that you will really enjoy and I will see you in the next podcast. Thank you so much for listening and or watching our podcast episode today on Awakening the Feminine Within. If you had a light bulb moment or you had something that you are like, oh my gosh, this lit a fire within me and you want to share it or you want to hear feedback or you want to be surrounded by like-minded women who are trying to transform their lives and work less, have a better life, then come and join our Facebook group. It is called The Intuitive Women. And we encourage you to share any kind of discussion there about your journey, about what you heard today, or to find resources, perhaps that you liked the guest speaker that we had today, or you like the information and you want to search more about them and their information, come and join the Facebook group. We would love to have you there and any other information that you might want to find feminine energy, what I do, who I am, and about coaching, courses, classes, workshops, and all that good stuff. You're going to find that on miriambolcher.com slash awakening the feminine within. Thanks so much. And be sure to share this with a friend, rate our podcast. And if you're watching on YouTube to like and subscribe. And if you're listening, please subscribe as well. See you on the next episode.